0: By Kun Shaw, how's your weekend?
1: Saturday and Sunday were good. Thursday and Friday were not.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's uh, no. never, never fun to see the Yankees actually lose games to the Twins at home. It's a pretty deflating feeling, I gotta say. And it didn't help that I had to recap one of those games and then live tweet the other. So once I stopped yeah. being on assignments, then they're like, all right, good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think the part that was frustrating was just how they lost. Like the Thursday was just, laugher from the get-go with johnny Brito just collapsing in the first inning yeah and then friday which i was there was like a 75 percent chance i was going to that game it was like i was supposed to go but then it just didn't work out at the last minute but luckily i didn't and that was just sad because clay holmes get your shit together sometimes
0: yeah that wasn't fun i should say i i, I misremembered i was not involved at, at all with the game on thursday because i was watching the devils so never mind i only saw updates on my phone i was like ah they're down nine nothing i can tune out from this <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> yeah so the devils were also down for a bit but then they came back so yeah that's they them. were
0: they were down three nothing like 10 minutes into the game and then they came back to beat the cap so that was yeah. cool to see
1: and they cost peter Labula his job. But yeah. this is not Washington Capitals talking.
0: No, this is, this is the Caps pod. Johnny Brito, he's got some stuff to work on. It was about as discouraging a start as you could see in contrast to his first two. But hiccup was going to happen eventually. There's a reason he's not considered like the best pitching prospect in even the Yankee system. So, you know, probably good for us to like reset expectations a little bit. Be like, oh, yes, this is a rookie. This is. He's still getting started. You know, they're going to have to stick with him in the rotation until they get their guys like Severino and Rodon back. So uh, pick it up, do better.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Essentially what it boils down to. I mean, when you're relying on Clark Schmidt, Johnny Brito and Domingo Armand for 60% of your rotation, and you're going to have some bad days.
0: Yeah. yep. Brito will start on Wednesday against the Angels and Clark Schmidt starts Tuesday. So they'll get tested. At least by Otani and Trout. Honestly, oh, for two two-ninths of the
1: lineup, yes.
0: Yeah, I saw uh, Anthony Rendon get a hit the other day. That are um, you talking yeah.
1: about when he tried to punch that fan because he missed?
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> he singled. I saw it. But you know, it then happened. the then the Angels announcers talked about how he's been fighting through some wrist stuff. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, never yep. mind.
1: <laughs> Man, that team, that work.
0: George yeah, I, hey, G- it'll be uh, Gio Urshela's homecoming. It will be, I guess. Although, it's I guess he-, he played the Mig last year when he was on the twins, so never mind. We don't talk about that, yeah.
1: <laughs> it doesn't count, it's a homecoming. Every yeah, time you- he comes back, it's a homecoming,
0: yeah. You know, you know that trade when uh, the Yankees uh willingly took on Josh Donaldson's contract and let the twins go get Carlos Correa for like not much.
1: Hey, you forgot they got falafel, mm, that's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, pitching ace, Isaiah Connor yes. Yeah.
1: If you ignore uh, innings requirements or whatever, he's tied for league lead, and
0: you're right. Ow. yeah there were exactly two highlights from thursday one was anthony rizzo hitting two home runs and being like yeah whatever it doesn't matter and then ikf like holding his hands out for the umpires yes. to check <laughs> yeah.
1: his pitching is, let's just be let's just be clear his him pitching is not a highlight but him trying to go and get uh checked for uh, sticky substances is absolutely a highlight
0: yeah you need to you need to inspect anything
1: yeah <laughs> Like for all intents and purposes, I wish IKF was a better baseball player because he does seem like fun. and oh, perfect. Certain...
0: Yeah, and he does like, not deserve like any like dudes. the people like going after his parents and stuff. On Twitter. oh
1: no, but almost nobody deserves that.
0: No, no. Although not I guess him. I should say this is a good <clears throat> transition to um, Domingo Herman needing to be checked for the uh, you know maybe some of the the Yankees uh, homemade rosin or whatever. Just
1: him not knowing how to wash his hands, apparently.
0: Yeah thought we all learned how to actually wash our hands, like, three years ago. Oh, yeah, I
1: was just about to make the same thing. Like, all right, even if, like, growing up, it was, it was an issue. We all went over this three years ago. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, this is, again, something you should have known, but something you definitely should have known at least three years ago. But just
1: sing, ha- just sing happy birthday, and that's the amount of time you should wash your hands.
0: Yeah, come on. Get your shit together, but, Domingo. But I don't blame Rockaball Deli for being kind of annoyed about that, because, like, you can't tell them, like, all right, this time you better wash your hands, like... I am happy yeah. for the Yankees' benefit that they were able to keep Herman in the game, and he was able to keep dominating the Twins. But that was definitely a little suspicious. Yeah, I mean,
1: admittedly, I'm a little bit confused as to what because it wasn't an illegal substance. It was apparently just the rosin, and he just had too much of it. Is yeah. that what happened?
0: Yeah, I, and like the he was, I think they also weren't using the rosin bag or something because which oh, I guess is was... like which I guess is like still okay to use. It's all very weird to me.
1: MLB's making it up as they go, so are the umps, so we can't really know what's right or wrong about the situation, but yeah, understandably for Rocco Baldelli, like being annoyed and pissed and getting thrown out, I think that was warranted on his part, and if the situation was reversed, I'd expect the same of Aaron Boone, Yeah, that was who did little... get thrown out earlier in the week against Cleveland. He did.
0: He did. Oh man, that was, a, that was its own fun weirdness, which I guess yeah. we can also cover as part of this, because we haven't podcasted since that game, when... Yankees managed to come back in that one to win. I did not expect that considering how annoying that was at the start, but the Yankees did the job in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, no. um, It looked like Aaron Hicks made a catch and doubled up the runner. By the way, Aaron Hicks,
0: not looking great in center field. (laughs) Shocking. Aaron Hicks just not looking good anywhere. (laughs) Decent
1: looking dude, just not looking great in the baseball field. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then it looked like the umpires let Cleveland not – announced that they intent to challenge. And then after they came back from the inning break, they were allowed Cleveland to challenge there, which is well past the, hey, I have to immediately let you know whether or not we're going to review it. And then I have 15 seconds to tell you, hey, go ahead and review it policy. And then they overturned it. And then so Aaron Boone went out four different times to talk to the umpires, give them an earful, and then got kicked out. That was fun.
0: Yeah. But... <laughs> I Again, I'm still surprised that the Yankees won that game considering how that went and especially how clay holmes looked in the ninth inning of that one that was like the prelude to uh friday he managed to wiggle out of that one but oh boy he did not make it easy
1: yeah and then he came back and his next time out just blew the game for nestor on friday who nestor cortez pitched a wonderful game
0: (sighs) yeah that was a very annoying loss it it was one of those rare situations where judge homered giancarlo homered Nestor pitched brilliantly, and they lost he anyway.
1: Nestor won seven innings, which <laughs> he did, did. I feel like the Yankees don't allow him to do that often. So.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it varies. I think it happened earlier last season more than later, but it definitely, they definitely will be a little bit more limiting on him generally than with others. And I think part of that last year was also just the innings jump from yeah. 2021 to 2022. But yeah, not not Yeah.
1: I'm Not reading too much into that,
0: I just it was more
1: just like a comment. So I was like, Oh man, if he actually goes seven innings, you don't want to waste that, yeah. But then you did. claim homes <laughs> exactly, but he did,
0: yeah, yeah. And I guess we also need to talk about the uh, Giancarlo stay in absence now, too, which is just you know, inevitable and yet still oh so frustrating when it happens because it's just like the tiniest things that seem to set off his body, but that's, you know, the nature of a lot of these soft tissue things at this point for this guy and his career. And right. it's just the Yankees will have to cope with that. They probably already baked that into their preseason expectations. I don't think that they expect at this point to even see Giancarlo Sand go 139 games anymore, which he did just two years ago. I think you get 110 or whatever, like they did last year. And you're like, all right, you call that a win.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it's like, it just makes me sad every time, but it does. Not much you can do about it.
0: You just hope the timing at this point aligns so that he's healthy and not bad by the time they get to October, which was unfortunately the not really the case last year. Yeah. Cause he, you know, he did he's play on 110 games or whatever it was. But by the second, whenever he came back in the second half, he just was not the same player. And he didn't look great in the playoffs either.
1: Yeah, I mean he came back sometime in August, I believe. So it's like it's not like he had no time.
0: No, yeah. He had the you know build up, but he it just wasn't just just was never fully recovered. That's
1: my best guess.
0: Yeah, and we got a taste of him being pretty good in the early going. Remember just last week we were joking about like, oh I mean, we didn't actually think that he was gonna go toe for toe with uh, Judge for like home runs this year, but he was doing it like you might not have thought that.
1: You might not have thought that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) not yeah, no.
1: But, yeah, no, it's it sucks because it, it's like the fun side of that thing is the fact that, you know, we got Oswald Peraza to get called up, which we expected to happen at some point. We, we even said as soon as there's like a major injury, Oswald Peraza is probably the first guy up. And that's kind of what happened here. It remains to be seen whether once Josh Donaldson comes back, if he'll stay up, or if he even gets to play while he's here. But hopefully they give they, they let him uh, into some games here and there. Because, you, you know, a world does exist where you can have Glaber – Volpe and Oswald Peraza in the same game.
0: Yeah. And I think there, you can look at this in two ways. One way is that the Yankees wouldn't have called Peraza up if they didn't think that they were going to use him in some way, because they've been very particular about, we don't want this to be like a temporary measure. That's why they didn't call him up when Donaldson got hurt in the first place. But at the same time, they, I could see them not wanting to add another dude to the 40 man roster, only have to then have to make a change in just a few days. Uh, right. when Donaldson comes back. They I will say they did have a they did have an opening on the 40 man roster because they DFA'd Colton Brewer as part of the transaction last week. So there was a world where they could have just added someone and then just cut him quickly. But they chose to call up Peraza, so are we choosing to read too much into that? Is this really just eh, we don't feel like doing paperwork, bring Peraza for a couple <laughs> days, send it back down? You know, it's 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 entirely conceivable that they will only have Peraza on the roster for yesterday and then today when they're off and then tomorrow against the Angels, and then they just send it back down. But I agree, there is a world where they could make this work. And have an infield shuffle where sometimes you're using Peraza at short, sometimes you're using Peraza at second base with Volpe at, at short and Glaber DHing. Then you can shuffle in your DJs, your Donaldson's at third. I think that it will probably make sense for them to not go full bore with Donaldson at third the moment he comes back, considering he's 37 and uh, I would say almost Bad. in the same injury territory as Giancarlo Stanton, where if he steps the wrong way, maybe he's on the shelf again. So. I think that there's a world where it makes sense, where you get Peraza some reps at the big leagues.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like, I think Peraza can even cover third base if I'm not 100% trying played, that. But I think I,
0: he hasn't played third at any minor league games yet. I think he may have been uh, there in spring training at some point. For some, but... reason
1: th- for, for some reason, I thought he might have played some games uh, there last year when he got called up, and I might be making that up. I know, obviously, Oswaldo Cabrera did, but he plays everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So. He, he doesn't count.
0: <laughs> yeah, Barraza didn't play it at third at all last year. Uh, so
1: I'm just making stuff up yeah. in my head.
0: Oh, well, it's it's my, something that they've like talked about a little bit too. It just hasn't really materialized in any games that matter, you know. It's
1: my it's my not wanting to see Josh Donaldson fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to your point about just not going full bore with Josh Donaldson, he had a 33 OPS plus.
0: Like, yeah, there's that too. He's it, not good. And they're, but they're they're going to give him some run because they they've stated that this is their intention from the get-go for string training who knows how long the leash on donaldson is but they're not going to you know hit abort after like seven games or whatever it was no, before of course he hurt. so
1: Five we games. are
0: <laughs> going to have to deal with seeing donaldson at third base probably for a while and I, he is still a better defender at third than DJ LeMahieu, so he's gonna get some run there i don't think it makes a lot of sense to dh him a ton because you know he's not really designated hitting much as it were yeah. <laughs> the one part on this game that you can count on right now is his defense so you know you better do something there man
1: yeah can can we make him a designated fielder and just not have him hit?
0: <laughs> yeah or well if only there was some way to you know designate him for assignments to a- yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> they should df him
0: a eh? yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> well anyway yeah josh donaldson's supposed to start a rehab on tuesday and probably be back on wednesday and i'd like to stop talking about josh donaldson now
0: yeah <laughs> would be nice wouldn't it but now we're going to have to see more of him they're gonna have some more infield shuffle with lemahieu around and you know i think there is an argument that they should just cut ties with Willie Calhoun rather than having to send Peraza back down and again make this shuffle work because you know Willie Calhoun is I I know that they thought he looked interesting in spring training he has not done much in the few looks that the Yankees have given him in which he's still hit during in the middle of the order a weird amount but whatever he's just still around maybe that won't last long but I don't think Willie Calhoun is the uh, long-term part of the plans even with Stanton out
1: yeah and I think at some point he goes, if not for when Josh Donaldson returns this week, potentially when Harrison Bader yeah, returns or something like that. I think
0: that's probably what they're thinking about more than anything else. <clears throat> but let's see.
1: Harrison Bader is supposed to, is potentially, I don't know when he's supposed to, but is potentially going to start a rehab assignment this week, which was the last update we got last week. So hopefully yeah. there's some good progress on that.
0: Yeah, and they've talked about, justifiably that it would probably be a longer rehab assignment just because he didn't really have a lot of spring training tune-up before he got hurt so right. like donaldson's probably going to need only going to need like a game or two i think only like they're only planning on a game i mean uh, and
1: boone specifically said a game yeah so <laughs> then, obviously if something happens during that game or whatever then they might extend it but you can you're never guaranteed on that but right i think as long as he comes out of that healthy and I can't even say looking good at the plate because he doesn't do that ever but recently. <laughs> uh, as long as he's healthy and on Tuesday, he'll probably be up on Wednesday. Hey, yeah. If you're in Somerset, go watch Josh Donaldson tomorrow.
0: Um, or just watch Jason Dominguez. That'll be more fun, right? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> go on Wednesday.
1: That's way, you can see him without having to see Josh Donaldson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, just palate cleanser, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Go see Trey Sweeney, too. He's a, he's off to a nice start. Yes,
1: Sweeney Trey, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Thank you for that. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> so jumping from Bader to actually some other injury news, sounds like Rodon and Severino are both making some progress. Rodon had a little bit of a shutdown with the bulky back, but seems like he might be back on track shortly. And oh, it's just a waiting game to see when those guys get back because back in the rotation – Herman's last outing, notwithstanding, has been looking for someone like Rodon Severino to come back because Schmidt has been rough. Brito had the very two good starts, then one really bad one, but has suddenly made his statistics all very bad because that's how it works in April. So, yeah, (laughs) hurry back, guys.
1: Yeah, I mean the good thing with Rodon is uh, he has started throwing again, so it's not like he's fully shut down. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, no more setbacks, and we can get within the next month or so, we can see them hopefully, but that one month thing is just me completely making that up, just to completely throw that yeah. out
0: there Yeah. <laughs> hey, they, listen to Kun Shah's medical advice, he is an expert, yes, I am, I am an expert
1: I have opinions, and I have expert opinions and yes. these are them
0: <laughs> and Jonathan Lewis, uh, we haven't really heard much on him yet, so,
1: outside of bubblegum on his hat
0: <laughs> which, hey, he looked good with the bubblegum on that. I don't know <laughs>
1: He was healthy with his bubblegum on his hat, so that means he's good to play.
0: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but bullpen is really in need of someone to step up and look a little bit better. Michael King has recovered from his shaky start to the season. I think even his first batter the other day looked kind of, but he came back. They need someone like Michael King to step up with now Clay Holmes suddenly looking bumpy in the back of the bullpen. I think you could very much see that the Yankees were comfortable letting Garrett Cole finish that complete game shutout the other day because they are not feeling overly confident with the ninth inning right now. And I mean, Yeah, I
1: think anybody else brings that into the ninth, you're probably seeing at least like Wandy Peralta or somebody, right? But it's Garrett Cole. If you're not going to ride with him in the ninth in that situation, who are you going to ride with?
0: Yeah, I think if they had... If you call it a lot of base runner, then you would have seen Wandy because he was warming up in the eighth inning, and then mm-hmm. I I imagine he probably would have gotten warm the moment that someone got on in the ninth, but I agree. If it was like anyone else, it probably would have been Wandy out there to close it out, because...
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody would have come in. I don't think whoever was starting outside of Cole would have even come into the ninth is what I was getting at.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Garrett Cole has an ERA plus of 466 right now. Seems good. It is. It is something that you would want from your pitcher.
0: Yes. Yeah. That was a good old ace-like performance. Is the first shutout the Yankees have had since Cole did the one-hit shutout against the Astros a couple of years ago. Some good stuff.
1: That is the one Yankees Astros highlight in the last what six years.
0: <laughs> uh, the uh the first uh, the first series I think of 2022 at Yankee Stadium. I think there were. A couple walk offs in that one. That was. Oh,
1: right. I I erased that already because of what
0: happened in the playoffs. Yeah. (laughs) And then they very much did not walk off the Astros in the playoffs. They did not win a game.
1: Well, they did walk off the field.
0: Hey, that sucks.
1: And yeah, it was bad. (laughs) Yeah. Both the joke and the situation.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not great, Bob. Not great.
1: Nope. 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 So Anthony Volpe is a kleptomaniac. Anthony Volpe is a
0: kleptomaniac. (laughs) So I, I like well, the other day he and he stole second and then just like, you're not know, holding me on. I'm just going to immediately steal third. Yeah. <laughs> the, the
1: dude loves stealing. Mm-hmm. he's a thief.
0: Yeah. This is like what Anthony Volpe brings to the table on, on offense, even though he had, you know, kudos. He got his, got his first home run the other day. That was awesome to see. And that was a great moment and uh incredible Sterling call. <laughs> but, <laughs> which led to some
1: initial confusion.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I wish he was calling him the OG, but no, it's like
1: a spectacular OG. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, not quite. Instead, it was just like you know the show in Italian or something like that. I'm not an expert, so I took Spanish in, in college. So yeah,
1: it it doesn't help that like Sterling just doesn't even put on like a or attempt to do like a Italian accent or whatever. So it did literally sounded like a spectacular OG, but it's
0: unspettacolo OG, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, like, no se posto parlo. Yeah, that's just word vomit still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's
1: just literal word vomit. He just made it up. Yeah, <laughs> he, just, he was just trying to say something else and just blah, and then yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to say that every time now.
0: But back to Volpe, seven for seven and steals, still been getting his walks. So even though he hasn't gotten rolling with the bat yet, he's still getting on base and stealing bases with reckless abandon, which, hey, he's a guy who can steal reckless abandon. So yeah. go ahead, my dude.
1: Exactly. And I think the bat it was better this past week than it was the week before. So progress. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll take it. He's young. Shocking. He is young. He'll be celebrating yeah. his 22nd birthday uh, next week.
1: And he's already taken to a life of crime.
0: You hate to see it, but actually, you love to see it. <laughs> you
1: love to see it. We Feel endorse more, this, man. this. We we endorse this and only this crime.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So, all right. Um, I think we should take a short break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. So, uh, we are going to run through the BRAF top twelve. No longer, again, the Kunjwar. War. We are abandoning Kunjwar. War. It has been discarded to the dustbin of history.
1: <laughs> we will reevent. We will bring it up in our our 2023 season recap, but that's about it. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. But in terms of the actual baseball reference, top twelve, who we got?
1: So obviously leading the charge is Garrett Cole, followed by Aaron Judge. So again, things are normal in Yankee land.
0: Wow, I thought uh, I thought for sure that uh Clark Schmidt would be ahead of Garrett Cole, but no.
1: There was, there was a brief period yesterday where Aaron Judge was actually, I think, third or fourth on this and then he, he it came back. But Slacker. following him is uh, Anthony Rizzo, who's, again, like we saw talked about last week, just very quietly having a very good start to the season. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. uh, Nestor Cortez and his mustache. Anthony Volpe makes his debut on this, coming in at number five, thanks to Mr. Steals Your Base. Uh, DJ LeMayhew,
0: Franchi Cordero. Franchi. Labor Torres. Franchi slowed down a little (laughs) bit in the past two days, but those home runs in Cleveland were really funny. They're like, how is he still doing this?
1: And hopefully he continues to do this. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's doing it more than Willie Calhoun anyway. Sorry to keep bullying Willie, but I don't he's, really. He's know doing why you're anything
1: here. more than <laughs> he's just existing. Better <laughs> than Willie Calhoun did Calhoun. have
0: an RBI hit in Cleveland that was important, so I will give him that and only that because he's done basically nothing else. Yep, sounds about right. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so after Franchi Cordero's Gleber Torres somehow Franchi's ahead of him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah.
1: sure. And then still the thing that befuddled us last week, Albert Abreu. Still because here. Because why are you still here? How are you still here? Uh, zero ERA, week, baby. In this past week, he pitched once, and I, I was against Cleveland for two innings. So I guess it makes sense that he's still there. But, yeah, it makes no sense to me that he's there.
0: No, and you look at and his then, numbers, I guess, like, it's just that aesthetically it just doesn't work. But zero ERA, 261 FIP, 1143 WHIP. those are fine. No home
1: yeah, No, it'll hundred percent play.
0: <laughs> yeah. But just somehow, and it never looks good in the process. No. And I guess he allows I, inherited runners to go. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that's the thing that just doesn't go against his record. So the perfect Major crime. League, Major League Baseball reevaluate yeah. how you do this. Yeah. Uh rounding up the top twelve is Wandy Peralta, John Carlos Stanton, minus his Hammy, because his Hammy is not a, a war leader. Yeah, and P. Michael King, who has like we said, bounce back from a rough start. He's been solid for the most part. Still not exactly uh, you know, as confident as we were at some points last year in him, I think. But he's getting there. I think
0: he's been good. Yeah. I don't think we'll see Giancarlo stand on that uh, top 12 for much longer, probably.
1: Or we might. He could just be like, oh, who was it last year or the year before that just refused Corey to Kluber. leave? Corey Kluber, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Hey, Michael King is Michael King is uh Michael King of the <laughs> Michael King. <laughs> don't
0: don't talk to him.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, Michael King is almost a tenth of his way to his season inning goal. So,
0: rooting for you, bud. Please, yeah, nine and two thirds
1: innings pitched.
0: Shout out to the Michael King doing better.
1: Mm.
0: All right. And uh, also, I want to shout out Glaber Torres leading the way with 13 walks thus far, which is yeah. more than Aaron Judge. So he's the new captain, really.
1: <laughs> yes. Every week we, we will pitch a new captain. Last week was Frenchie. This week is Glaber.
0: Yeah. Glaber has been doing been doing pretty well so far. So no,
1: he's chat. basically combined what he's been doing the last like two years, I think, and just trying to be patient and aggressive, and it's been working for him.
0: Yeah. Go Glaber, go.
1: We, we love a good Glaber.
0: All right. Let's uh move on to the Yankee and Manfred of the Week. Who you got for Yankee of the Week?
1: I got Garrett Cole. It's just Oh wow. The the dude rocks. <laughs> like, what, what can he say? He'll go out, he'll dominate, and then he'll give an interview and sound like, you know, a twelve year old frog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got such a weird voice compared to like what you expect and it's just funny, but no. The performance he's put on so far this season has just been incredible. He's uh, four games and he's already got thirty-two strikeouts. Like I said earlier, is four sixty-six ERA plus. Really, don't need to go much more on that. His ERA actually, already is under one. Garrett Cole, good.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree. I am with you on this quest to determine Garrett Cole being good, and he is good. Ooh. And he also passed uh, Whitey Ford on the strikeout list, which is also pretty cool. He did, yes. He's actually about I think last I looked, he's like thirty-two or forty-two shy of two thousand. So that's gonna happen sometime soon, I think. Maybe in his next start if he wants to go. <laughs> Just, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, oh wow. Uh Gargoyle struck out a lot of guys.
1: <laughs> he is thirty-eight away from two
0: thousand. There you go. So Garakole 2K watch is on. Um Do-do-do. for my Yankee of the week, I'm you know what? I'm just going to give it to Nestor because that was a really great start the other day, and he did not deserve what happened to him by Clay Holmes.
1: No. We've officially made it up to him now. We've given him the Yankee of the Week. He yeah, feels and I,
0: I enjoy that he's been alternating his like cleat styles between starts.
1: Oh, yeah, and absolutely. He's, just, he's living his best life. He's literally living his best life right now.
0: Yeah, he's like, I am the number one B pitcher on the Yankees, and it rules. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin Nesser. Alright. Who is your Manfred of the Week?
1: My Manfred of the Week is gonna be Giancarlo Stanton's Hammy. <sighs> it makes me sad. And I don't like to be sad. Yeah. So it's, that's that's pretty much all I got.
0: <laughs> it's a giant bummer. There's nothing else you could say about it.
1: Yeah. No. Not much yeah. else needs to be said. It's just it sucks. And, no, again, it, it, he was having a good he was having a good start to the year. He's producing it's been great and then uh, it just
0: yeah this is just the world of Giancarlo day in the 2020s and i wish it wasn't but this is just what it is so we will we still love him watching him slug some dingers and even on that last day it was an absolute missile but oh well <laughs> get well soon man that's all we got Woo! all right um uh, my Manfred of the week is Johnny Brito. I love rookies. I love what he did in his first two starts, but you can't get knocked out of the first inning, <laughs> giving up like seven runs or whatever it was, and not be Manfred of the week. Yeah, that's fair. It, I I am sorry, dude. I I trust that you will get it together against the Angels and strike out Otani and Trout eight times. Maybe that won't <laughs> happen, but I I, I think you'll be okay. But that was. Hey, fair hey, 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 what's. what's... Do it. do it. Do it, Johnny. You won't. Okay, wow. The challenge has been issued. So, <laughs> there you go. Do it, Johnny. Okay, so that'll do it for us on uh, Podium Park. Follow us on Twitter at Podium Park. Follow me on Twitter at Uh What is your movie recommendation for the week?
1: Super Mario Brothers. I really? went to go watch it on Friday. It was fun. It was entertaining. It's exactly what I expected of it, but it was beautiful visually, and I had a fun time.
0: Okay. Oh, I, I probably will not see it until it's on streaming because I don't want to deal with kids in movie theaters but that is just me being a grumpy old man
1: we, we went to a later night show to kind of avoid that and it actually worked in our favor
0: alright well maybe that's the strategy to pursue Okay. so let's go Yankees got some matchups, against the Angels and Blue Jays coming up didn't even talk about the Blue Jays at all but thank you for ending the undefeated Rays run but please lose to the Yankees and scene alright go Judge Go Yankees, farewell.